The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and there's a lot of sports to talk about, but here we go with the Texans stepping on their own crank again. Let's do it. It's a Friday, Friday on the Blitz. Diabolical. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Partying, partying. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to the weekend. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. This is The Bliss on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Friday Friday. Now you know. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, The Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybold, Lord Voldemort. You want to get in? 713-780-ESPN. Your number 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Makes him feel important. Help him out. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. Please follow Aaron is Blitz because nobody does. we got to get that, those numbers up. Uh, you can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. It's a Friday, Friday. Let's have some fun. Boy, oh boy. Just when I thought we might get a day where we wouldn't have to <laughs> talk about the damn Texans. Boy, what it's like they they wake up and they say, you know what? I feel like yesterday we didn't disenfranchise our fans enough from this organization. So what we're going to do today is we're going to say some stuff that's just going to blow their brains out. Okay, what should we do? What should we do, Jack? Well, here's what I'm thinking, Cal. I've prayed on this, Cal. Yeah, I prayed about this all night. <laughs> and let's let's do this. Let's come up with just a totally, like, like everybody thinks we're down to two. Everyone thinks it's either Leslie Frazier. I mean, most people have given up on Everflus right now, right? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, we all would just assume that the guy they want is still playing. And so happens that Leslie Frazier and Eric Bieniemy happen to be facing off against each other. So I think everybody's pretty much assumed that's the guys. So they said, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Here's the move, Cal. Instead of hiring one of those two guys, how about this? How about we say that we're considering making our practice squad quarterback, or I guess he's sort of a third string, whatever he is. Let's talk about making him the head coach. (laughs) And I remember like last year, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Eagles wanted some kind. They wanted to hire him to be a, some sort of a coach. They were, yeah, they wanted. I think they wanted to sign him to a player coach contract. Like as soon as you hang up your helmet, we want you to come on as the yeah. quarterbacks coach. But he said, "Listen, I, I want to. Uh, I, I, I'm still, I'm still looking to play." So he came to the Texans. Um, uh, actually, he he was he. They, I think the Eagles signed him to their practice squad, and then the Texans signed him off their practice squad this year. Is the way it worked. Yeah, but regardless, this is a guy, and I've heard that he's a, a really smart guy. Do you do you want to know how much coaching experience he has? I, I already know. What what's the answer, Fred? Uh, less than you. E- equal to me. <laughs> I mean, hey, you've at least coached uh, baseball. I okay. Well, <laughs> there's that. I, that's that's true. And he may have. I mean, the dude's like sixty. He might have kids that have. His, I, his, I'm sure he's done some kind of kid coaching at some right. point. But I mean, I, th- this is the kind of thing that if I'm the Texans, even if I were considering it, I would never say it out loud. It's just a. It's a death sentence. I mean, hiring that guy right now, hiring a coach with zero coaching experience, there couldn't be a dumber. And I get, they're they're like, well, let's get the new hot young thing. 
And that's the thing. Guys like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, the, the, those guys were highly sought after. But those guys, they didn't dedicate their lives to being good football players. At some point, those guys realized, and, and Kyle was uh, on the he, – he was – technically on the football team at Texas for for a while and and he um he knew that like everyone knew he wasn't there to play football he wasn't worried about playing time he knew early in his football playing career what his path was and he focused all of his energy for years and years on becoming the best football coach he could be Sa- same with Sean McVay Sean McVay was an undersized guy. uh, He played some college ball, and then he realized quickly, I'm not going to play. I need to focus on this aspect of things. Made a success out of it. This is a guy who, even up until this year, was focused on being a player. There's not enough time in the day for This isn't like Pete Rose. Like, hey, Pete, can you fill out the lineup card with yourself hitting leadoff? No, it's a it's a it's a different world coaching in the NFL. So to think that a guy who's just hasn't focused any on being an NFL head coach in in the last I mean I mean the guy's had a long career 18 20 years but to think that he can just show up and and be the head coach of a football team I think it'll be foolish. It's a foolish and I I'm not saying that he can't one day be a coach, but he needs to go the path that everyone else does and Learn as a position coach. Learn under some guys. Like going from third string quarterback to head coach, all that's going to do is is put more egg on the Texans' face. And on the the small percent chance it works out, okay, they look like geniuses. It, it it's it's playing the the odds though that it won't work out. Well, if you're not familiar with the tweet, it came from the Houston Texans official account. I retweeted it. Which is, frankly, a useless account. Most of it is, happy birthday, Akeem Olajuwon. Right. Bob McNair would be honored with his walk of fame. Oh, uh, Steven says he coaches his kid's high school football oh, team. There you go. So he's, that, that makes he's him completely it. qualified. He's got it. That um, puts him on the same level as Philip Rivers. But the fact that it's, he says his last year with the Eagles, he flew back and forth to coach his son, that meant that he wasn't really all in on either thing. Yeah, you know, if you're flying back and forth uh, from your football job to go coach, you're not really all in either way. Well, the, the tweet said the Houston Texans have continued discussions about the vacant head coach position with Jim Caldwell and Josh McCown. Both of those are horrible, horrible options. Horrible. Jim Caldwell would be a nice uh, offensive coordinator. Sure, I'd, I'd be down with that. Uh, the last time they tweeted anything even remotely useful. On January 18th, the Houston Texans have completed interviews with Matt Eberflus, Leslie Frazier, David Culley, and Eric Bieniemy for the position of head coach. Okay, first off, I, I don't know why you feel the need to tweet this stuff out. And so, Yeah, since when are you giving us full disclosure? Yeah. And, and by the way, we know that they interviewed those guys. We didn't know that they interviewed these guys. Why on earth, why on earth do it? And, I mean, I can't. I, well, I won't say this because the Texans continue to surprise me with their stupidity. And, and Lamont said this technically under Nick Casario, so now I'm questioning his intellect. It doesn't take long for stupid to invade your body at NRG. And, yeah, that's, that's – I don't get it. I, I don't understand it other than he's a Jesus guy. And just when you thought – well, maybe there won't be that big of an influence. I mean, is Eric Bieniemy is he is Eric Bieniemy a heathen of some sort? Do we know? Like, is he a is he Team Satan? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, if you can coach, I don't care. You can be Team Satan, Team Satulu. Does Matt Eberflus have like a Richard Ramirez pentagram tattooed on his hand? Is that what we're uh, we're dealing uh, with? Yeah. Now, I'll read what's not in the tweet. It doesn't say that. Either of them are candidates. It just says we talked to them about the vacant head coaching position. Even more, why do you say? Why do you tweet yeah. that out? Oh well, we know that they're stupid to tweet uh, that well, out. Uh, but uh, at the same time, the only possible reason is you want to make Josh McCown look good for a coaching job somewhere, and you're buddies with him. That's the only possible reason that you would tweet something out like that, or to make Jim Caldwell look good. 
That's the only thing I can see. Otherwise, what the hell? I mean, I, I, I do we really? I mean, do we really think that they're seriously considering this guy? I don't. But based on their recent past performances, because you know I'm kind of a horse guy, I like to look at past performances and you know figure out what's how the horse is going to run. It wouldn't shock me. Would anything shock you with these idiots? No. And, yeah, boy, high school football. Yeah, that prepares you. That'll prepare you for the whole thing. Maybe the asking price from Biennemi and his agent are so astronomical, they're trying to drive the price down by going, you know what? We don't want to pay you. We'll just hire Josh McCown. Or, uh, yeah, Josh McCown. Well, if, if they did hire him, it would pretty much indicate to me they're trading to Sean Watson because he's probably the only guy that uh, um, would be would take the job if he did that. And somebody says, you mean to tell me if Peyton Manning offered to be your new head coach, you wouldn't do it? No, I wouldn't. Guy I hasn't, wouldn't either. Guy hasn't coached it down. And especially a guy like Peyton Manning, who was better on the field than everybody else, he could do things other guys couldn't do. Those guys rarely make good coaches. Well, and uh, I will say Peyton Manning was basically his own offensive coordinator for years and years. I, 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 at least Peyton Manning would, would bring some buzz to your team. Like there'd be an excitement. With the fan, like the fan base would go, oh man, that like yeah. one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, one of the smartest on-field quarterbacks of all time, going to be our head foosball coach. Like, I'm not saying it would be the smart thing to do. No, it wouldn't. But it, it would at least come with the cachet of it's Peyton freaking Manning. This is a third-string quarterback, <laughs> basically a career-long journeyman with no coaching experience. Like, I've seen Peyton Manning point things out on the field that he like he knows he can exploit like he, he did it for years and years and the Colts admittedly didn't like their their offensive coordinator was basically just a shell position right like Josh McCown's never been that no and now historically it's a guy like Josh McCown who makes a better coach than a guy like Peyton Manning because when you're behind center and you can point that stuff out it's a lot different than being on the sideline and trying to point it out but either way this is just dumb. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5925. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I could explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion. Hey guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box. Who knew you'd be You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy Friday, Friday! Texans doing Texan stuff again. And somebody mentioned, I'd rather have Tony Romo. Tony Romo it does it on TV, too. It's a very different thing being on the sideline. I, I wish, you know, I wish people would quit acting like, oh, this guy is this guy's really smart on TV. He'll be great calling plays. No, those especially a guy like that who's used to being under center and seeing it there. You don't see it the same way from the sidelines. So, um, and, and you know what? 
if they did it and then brought in Caldwell as his OC and Marvin Lewis as a defensive coordinator, at least there'd be some adults in the room. By the way, I, I'm doing some digging. He's not even the head coach of his kids' football team. He's like the quarterback's coach. Yeah, I, I usually I'm all for go for the next big thing. This is too much of a stretch. Yeah, yeah. This has got to be a favor. It's got to be an Easterby favor is the only thing I can think of. So, well, like I said, even if the Texans were thinking it, the dumbest thing they could have done was say it out loud. I I think it's a bonehead thing. Uh, John McClain just tweeted this out. Josh McCown is the Texans' new head coach over Leslie Frazier. Eric Bieniemy, Matt Eberflus, and Jim Caldwell. Give me a break. Nick Casario's never been through a coaching search, but he's got to be smarter than that, right? Right? Uh, right? Right? I could see McCown coaching quarterbacks. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. It, it, it just has to be a... But talking to him about a head coaching job, what? And, boy, if you take that guy over Eric Bieniemy then what does that say about you? Shame. Well, we know what the outsiders will say it, it says about you. Hmm. Uh, you know what it'll be nationally looked at as. You know what Twitter.com will say, that it's racism. Hmm. Because that's the only... I'm, and honestly, I have a hard time picturing another reason that you would hire Josh McCown over Eric Bieniemy or Leslie Frazier. Uh, like... If those three guys, you put it like if you wrote all their resumes down and you lined them up in a room and then you said, okay, we're going to go with the guy who was the quarterback's coach for his high school team. <laughs> well, that's odd. That that sounds to me like a good old boys club, and you'd probably be right. But it, wh- how many times a week do each of them go to church? Well, that's a good question. And that I don't know. might be the big qualifier. Uh, look, look him up on Wikipedia and see if he's a, a Jesus guy. Because if he is, it explains it. I, I, think I believe it, he is. Okay, it's just a favor. It's got to be a favor, right? Get his name out there so that people start looking at him as a coach. Or if you interview him and you say, yeah, you know what? You'd be a really good quarterback coach. Come on board. So, yeah, I think that's uh, – and OGS, I thought they'd already interviewed Jim Caldwell. They did before before uh, Casario was there. So, obviously, this so is – They wasted their time. Yeah. And, and Jim Caldwell, I, I mean, I, for whatever reason, like I, I guess because it's when I was a young man, like when I was in high school, Jim Caldwell was a college football coach at Wake Forest. And I remember, I don't know how many years he was there. It was a long time. And I remember after like six, six or seven years, which he would never get in, in this day and age. Right. They had their first winning record. And oh boy, was it a celebration. And then the next year they went back to like going one and nine or something like that. Like he had no success there. And then he he got fired and he went on to the NFL and he, he, it seemed like where, when he, when he first got there uh, to Indy, I mean, if you just look at the results, I'm pretty sure that that, that was his first year. There was the year they lost in the Super Bowl, I believe. And then they went down. They got worse and worse yeah, every year because he inherited from Tony Dungy, basically. Yes. And that and that happens. I mean, that's David Shaw at Stanford, by the way, has done the same thing. Yeah, and then he got to he got to the Lions after a, I don't know what he did for the the year or two in between there, but he got to the Lions and they had success right off the bat. They went they like they they made the playoffs. I don't know if they I don't think they made the playoffs again after that. But he was basically a seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven coach. He was Bill O'Brien. Yeah. With longer time, so or less time, excuse me. Now, I do think that he got a raw deal getting sent out of Detroit after just four years. I don't think I, I don't think that was right, but it doesn't mean that he was a good coach. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean that he was good. Like somehow the Lions were going to get there. Uh, so I, I'm not saying he's a bad candidate. I'm just saying, at you know, the 65, 70 years old, wherever he is. I'd probably look somewhere else for my head guy. Well, yeah, my my hope is, and again, and I think this is the case, but what we've seen out of this organization over the past month, really over the past year, tells me that it it, it it's not. 
but it's just a favor, you know, and then maybe you hire him as a quarterback's coach and maybe you're helping him get a job somewhere. And that's, I mean, that's the only reason to do it. You're not seriously considering this guy, except we've seen the Texans do so many dumb things and one after another, you wonder. Yeah. So, uh, no, Jesus. How is no one talking about why the enemy's been passed up by 10-plus teams two years in a row? I don't want to hear that it's race because I really doubt that 10-plus teams are all racist. I wouldn't doubt that 10-plus teams are all racist, but uh, I, I think there's there's several reasons for it, and the most notable one being that a lot of these – well, look at it now. How many jobs are open now? There were seven one. open. There's How, one now. Everybody wants to fill it before the Super Bowl. You don't want to be the last one standing. and Because and, you could say the same thing. How come Brian Dayball didn't get a job? How come Leslie Frazier didn't get a job? Like, he may still. I mean, he, he, and he might, but he ain't getting it this week. <laughs> no, and, and I, I still think to this day that it's going to be Biennemi or Frazier. And that's the reason they haven't hired anybody yet. I think they're talking to a lot of these cats about coordinator positions. And I think those are probably conversations that were had with Eric Biennemi and Leslie Frazier. So I, who are some guys you'd like on your staff? And then you go and interview them. And, of course, you tweet it out. But, you know, which I don't know why you're doing stuff like that, but you interview them, you find out what they're about and you think, okay, you know, we'll talk more with the head coach when we can actually bring him on. But this sounds like the kind of guy he wants. That is giving them the benefit of the doubt across the board. Yeah. Which is hard to do, but I'm going to, I'm going to do that and assume that's what this is. And I, I just, I have to, I have to think they've, got one of those guys either locked up or you know committed essentially come on says it should make joel osteen the defensive coordinator let me talk to jesus i have a phone i have a phone line to jesus the truth of it is with the enemy i i don't know the answer and honestly you'll you'll hear people who will say he's a bad interview You're, you'll hear people who will say it's because he's, he's black you'll hear a lot of different things i don't think anyone really knows I, I don't think that there's I, I, there's probably more than one answer to that question. Yeah, and and I do I do. And think, I'm not saying that either, neither one of those things can't be true. I'm saying that for every, like I'm sure he didn't interview poorly for every interview he's had. I'm sure not every team he's interviewed no. with has been racist. No, and I've I've heard I've I've heard he actually interviews pretty well. And you know, and everybody well, he's got a shady past from what thirty years ago, yeah. twenty five years ago. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think it's as simple as this. When did he really become a a candidate to be a head coach? Last year. Last year. What happened? They went to the Super Bowl. All those jobs were filled. This year, guess what? They're making another deep run. I don't think it's as simple as that, but I think that's a pretty big factor because everybody else wants to get their staffs together, and so that that's why things are. You know, I, I think that's a big reason for it. Maybe the biggest reason. It's not the only reason. Because if you like a guy enough, you wait. And we've seen teams wait for guys for after the Super Bowl yeah. before. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And uh, it says McCown's agent is the same as Easterby's. I, whoever this agent is that all these guys share. Boy, what a life for that guy. Dude, uh, yeah, that guy, all he does is he, he's basically got a gold mine here now. He never has to get anybody signed anywhere else. So... Deshaun Watson formally requests a trade, then Cal McNair shouldn't be an owner anymore. Well, guess what? You can't get rid of Cal McNair no matter how hard you try. Whether he should be owner or not is not up to the public. It's not up to public opinions, not up to ESPN, not up to anybody. The dude with the money gets the... That's America, man. You got the money, you get what you want. Yeah? All right. Quick break. Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. This 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. I'm going to dispute something a little bit that uh, Lamont says. says. If they're interviewing these guys for coordinator positions, that's even more stupid. Let the head coach make those hires. If the head coach is busy coaching right now, you can do that through channels. You know, they could they could say, hey, uh, and, and I'm sure they did during their interviews, like, who would you like to bring in? And if Leslie Frazier said, I'd like to have Jim Caldwell as my offensive coordinator, well, then I don't think it's a bad idea for the other guys to bring him in and get to know him a little bit. And then when you do hire I, Frazier, um, you're ready to go. Yeah, so, I mean, but that's, I mean, you're you're walking a fine line there because then are you tampering? Because I I, I think you no, would, there's no there's no tampering with Caldwell. He's not playing for anybody. No, with him, no. And and again, if you if during the interview the guy lays out names he would like to pursue, which I'm sure you ask, who are you looking for in coordinators? And if he throws those two names out, I, I have no problem with them interviewing him, ostensibly for the head coaching position. But realistically, you know, bring him in, let him, you know. Let these guys find out what they're about. Let Nick Casario look at them and then say, okay, yeah, we like these guys. I think it might go into who you hire as head coach, too. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, again, I'm giving them a benefit here. Yo, Adrian says, Jesus and the Holy Ghost are their agent. What about the Father? You're talking about the Father. It's Father, Son, Holy Ghost, right? Or Holy Spirit. I always got confused about that. Father's busy coaching the son's high school football team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy! So I honestly, this is another yet another thing that we're reading way too much into because I don't think there's any way in hell this actually happens. Just like I don't think there's any way in hell Deshaun Watson gets traded, but I didn't think there was any way in hell DeAndre Hopkins would be traded for a bag of beans. Yeah. So, you know, I I I just don't even know how to react to this team anymore. By the way, you want you want to watch something really hilarious involving Cal McNair? Several years ago, when I was at the Chronicle, they made this really horrible music video Ooh. called Big Bad Shab. And guess who was singing part of it? Cal McNair. Oh, boy. So if you get a chance, uh, go go watch that video. Just Google Big Bad Shab, and it should show up on YouTube. And John McClain's in it. But we... we one of the things we were doing videos really early on at, at the cron, uh, we did some really awful ones. There was one girl who did a Houston Chronicle rap video and she danced like, uh, Ellen from, uh, or not Ellen, but, uh, what's her face from Seinfeld? Oh, yeah. Elaine. Yeah. Elaine. She danced like her. She's going Houston Chronicle. Yeah. It was awful. That's hot. Uh, this is hilarious. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Can you play a little bit of it for the people? Uh, there's, it, I mean, trust me, it, it was a chronicle. There's no. They never would let him answer the bell. Then Kubiak called for his huge. Is that Cal? Yeah. Tennessee fella to the promised land. Big Yeah. When both of these giants would give their best. Even read slow in that. Through the dust and the blood of that man made hell, walked a giant of a man that the players knew well. He took the snap, had a look at that kill. Like a giant oak tree just stood real still, Big Shop. Big Shop, Big Shop. Big bad show. Big bad show. Now Somebody should have told John McClane, if you're going to read lyrics while talking into a microphone, put the lyrics in front of your head so you're not doing this. Promise Lane, yeah. Oh, boy. So what do you guys think of that, huh? I think that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a hit. Uh, well, it only had about 15,000 page views. Still does. Where, yeah. When did you find this? Uh, well, it's funny. I remember just doing it back in my days at the Chronicle, and I thought, you know what? 
And I actually suggested, hey, we ought to have some fun with this and put that time Cal McNair was in a music video and put it on Sports Map. I'm tweeting this out. Because I thought it would be hilarious, and you know nobody ever responded to me. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I just decided, you know what, Let, let's, let's tell the people about it. They can find it themselves. So there, Lone Ranger, that song is a punk, a jerk, and a loser. Pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, you're, you're, Cal McNair was a big star in that video. Big Bad Show. <laughs> That's a good song. It's kind of, it's catchy. It's catchy. I wonder if it's based on some other song that has a catchy line. I bet <laughs> someone's probably come up with something like that. I, I, I mean, know. every song is a ripoff of, you know, stuff from the past. <laughs> so probably somebody has. Okay, guys, that's sarcasm for those of you who think, oh, we've never, you've never heard that song before. Yeah. But it's been tweeted out now. All right. All right. Did you get more Twitter followers yet? Uh, yeah, I think I'm almost to 950. Okay. Follow Aaron is blitzed. So, Robert wants to know why did it take Fred 10 years to show us this. I know. To be honest, I had totally forgotten about it until... Yeah, and somebody somebody, go ahead and put the, the video on uh, Twitch for the people, because it's funnier when you see him doing it. But, honestly, I'd forgotten all about it, and it came up to... Uh, there you it, go. Yeah, so it's on there for you guys on Twitch. You can check it out. But yeah, I just I started thinking about it because you know it's like I remember Cal doing that video, and I'm pretty sure he read too slow on that too. And you know, and and so I went and looked it up, and it's like, oh yeah, it's it's out there, still exists. I don't remember who the girl was though. Hmm. <laughs> Probably Matt Schaub's wife. No, I don't think that's who it was. Sarah Sherman. I don't know who that is. I don't remember that person at all. Uh, let's see. What do you? This is from the description. What do you get when you take the Houston Chronicles, John McClain, and Anna Megan Rayleigh, mix in the Houston Texans family members Sarah Sherman and Cal McNair, and add the music of Frank Bullington and Chance McClain, and do a parody of Big Bad John about Matt Schaub? So apparently, it was a song before oh, they did that. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I knew that. Oh, um, Anna Megan. I know she she worked for us for a while. What happened to her? Um, I don't know. She was at uh, she was at six ten and got in trouble for something with her website, and then I, I've kind of lost touch with her. Hmm. But I need to find out because she's she's a talented person. So yeah, so apparently Chance did this, so that explains it. Uh, Chance and Bullington. <laughs> uh, I don't think it was his greatest work, though. I think uh, the Yao Ming song was Chance's greatest work, just in my humble opinion. Okay. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. Yeah, well, that, uh, I think I remember when he put it out, it was called Greatest Hit. Yeah, the, the, the Chance is a funny dude. And, um, yeah, I didn't realize it was him who did that song, but I just knew that Cal McNair was in it, and I thought it was funny. Uh, it's certainly more funny knowing that he's in it. Yeah. I, I'll have to, does it show him actually singing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm you can watch have, it on I'm the break. Have to go check it out during the yeah. break. Yeah. And actually, the camera angle is like remember when you were in the small studio and you had that camera in the corner? Yeah. That looked down on you. Yeah. That's what it's like. Is oh. it's like a, it's like having a camera where this TV is looking down on me talking. I mean, that's pretty great. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's almost. And you see his head. You know what it is? As long as he's reading, it's the producer cam right now on the Twitch. It's pretty much what it looks like. Uh, no, it's higher. Okay. Like it's it's over his sh- like above his head. Um, somebody says, hello, I haven't listened lately. What happened to happy hour? Yeah, I just, uh, guys, we, we're having to put it on hold until everybody's back and we're kind of past this little, uh, little outbreak we had right now. We just don't have enough people in here to do it. Yeah. So, and you know what? Once football season's over, I'm, I'm, it, it will be back. I promise you happy hour will return. Uh, it's just right now we can't really do it. So um largo said chance had some bangers that nick's place song still hits hard i don't remember that one he had he had a didn't he do the trailer wheel and frame song too (laughs) (laughs) he had some good stuff so um find that find that houston chronicle video and and take a look at that on the break and see if the people would find that funny so and yes, guys, I know it was Big Bad John. I know that's what it was based on. I I I, I did say sarcasm, didn't I? I, I thought I, I used the sarcasm. I emoji. thought people would gather it. But I know, but you know what? 
Uh, it's an old ass song. You wouldn't know yes. if you weren't, you know, a hundred years old. So uh, I don't blame the people at all. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Um, uh, Echo Adams said McLean told Arkansas milk in the show. There's no way the Texans hire McCown. Uh, Arkansas then tweeted out. It's crazy. Any way you slice it. Okay. But that's actually, but that's actually a rap lyric. Is so it? yeah. Is that like a rap lyric about murdering somebody? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to start listening to that. So, yeah, this is just, eh. that's, a, that's from a future song. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the, the whole world's just gone to hell. You know, I had a, uh, I actually had something semi-positive. I mean, it, it starts with a negative, but it turns into a positive about the Texans that I wanted to do at five o'clock. And now I don't know if I want to do it because of this news and this video. Why is Matt Patricia trending? Because the uh, Patriots are bringing him back. No, oh, of course. That's what they do. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what? At least it's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, what do we always talk about? It's it's like the thing that makes the Cowboys fun. The Cowboys are like the WWE, right? It's like, It doesn't really matter what happens on the field. It's always the off-field drama. And that's what we have here now. Finally, the Texans are, are beating the Cowboys at something by being a train wreck yeah, and having all this off-field stuff. I love it. I love it. Adam said he got his first COVID vaccine shot today. That's his positive Rona news of the day. Good luck. I, uh, I can't get a, an appointment anywhere. I've been trying. There, it's just, you know, what are you going to do? We said, just watch the Shaw video. Funny as bleep. I got to watch it. Yeah. Go to break. I know. Go, they'll take us to break. <laughs> this what, is. What do you want? How do I Google this? Just it's, go, it, to, the, just go, go to the go Twitch. To the show tw- I t- tagged yeah. you on the tweet. Yeah. He's tweeted it out and it's you, on the tweet. me on the tweet? Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Is the Blitz? Oh, that sounds great! On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776 on a Friday, Friday. All right, what's the uh, what's the consensus, guys? Thumbs up, thumbs down on the video. Oh, it's gold. It's gold. I think it's fantastic. It's funny that in hindsight, that's not Cal McNair's most embarrassing moment. No, no. <laughs> You'd think once Although you Although it's sad that like we that, didn't see the warning signs coming. <laughs> once, you, once you see something like that, you're like, oh, that's the most embarrassing thing he's ever done. No, not so much. No, friend. No. Well, and I, I think on the whole, I like the video. I think Cal kind of dragged it down a little bit. You know, he, he slowed it down a little with his reading. And, uh, you know, might might need to work on that a little bit. I mean, I don't know. What is he, 60 years old? By now, if you can't read a prompter, you're probably not going to learn to read one. Should we get him some of those I Am like, Sam books? You could t- it's funny because all the uh, like the girls were singing and looking at the camera and and he's just like he's just like this <laughs> reading my page reading a page but the microphone slow. is up like where your forehead is so he keeps up and down Yeah, I wonder I got to tell you these words are hard to read but I'm going to do my best so give me a listen please Big bad shot. Um, and he was like, "Do you think we can do a big bad cow song? Do y'all got time? Oh yeah, we can do a cow song. Jesus, Jesus. Never mind. Um, I wonder if Sarah Sherman was like Mike Sherman's wife or something, because he might have been coaching here at the time. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just speculating. Yeah. But 
I guess it's a possibility. All right, 713-780, ESPN's the number, 713-780-3776 if you wish to get in on a Friday, Friday. I, I think I'm going to go ahead and do my semi-positive Texan stuff the next segment, if that's okay. okay. So um, Semi-positive, that's all you got? Well, I mean, it's positive in a way. You have to, it's one of those, if you buy my premise, you know how, you know how most the are. time travel. Uh, yeah, like time travel. If you buy my premise, everything that follows will make perfect sense. Yeah. If you don't buy the premise, then you'll be like, oh, this is just dumb. But you'll buy the premise. I think. I don't know. Hell, I don't even know if I buy the premise. I just, uh, something occurred to me this morning, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do some research on this. And then I went and did the research, and it's like, wow. It was uh, eye-opening. And I, yeah. don't, I don't think anyone's mentioned it. And it involves the fairy corn people. Corn fairy. I mean, whatever. Fairies and corn. I don't know what, what the... Uh, after you hear this, you're going to have even less respect for them than you, than you the, did. For corn fairy? Than you didn't have before. Well, so there. I don't think anybody so, has any respect for corn fairy. Yeah. Cal was like, I'm going to pay you a whole lot of money. Tell me what the best thing for my team is, and then I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I would take that job. Imagine someone comes to you, okay, we, I'm going to hire you to consult. I, I want you to just put together a package. You tell me everything I need to know, and then I'm just going to crumple it up and throw it in the trash can. You'll still get paid, though. I, that's a great job. I don't want to say anything else because it's going to spoil okay. the whole thing. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Robert Sala, the, uh, we're, F, they ranked the coaches that have been hired so far by grades. See what grades you give these guys. Robert Sala, Jets. Uh, a B plus. I gave him an A. Gave the Jets an A for that. Arthur Smith, C minus. B plus. I think that's too high. I, I'm. That's the one. Well, it's not the only one, but that's a guy I could see the Falcons not getting any better under. Urban Meyer, B. That's a good. That's it. That's what they have him with B. Because it's a. You, you don't really know. It could be a home run. It could be. Brandon Staley. B minus C plus. Okay. About, that's about the same. He's only had one year with the Rams. Yeah. So, and, and they've had a great defense no matter who. Well, and a lot of it is like, yeah, if Aaron Donald's on your defense, guess what? They're pretty good. Theoretically. You've got, you've got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. You should have a good defense. You should be okay. Nick Sirianni. The God C, C minus D. Oof. I don't know if you saw this, but there were people saying that, uh, after he got hired, they were going around saying, he's not very smart. Which, you don't have to be smart to be a football coach. I mean, Bill O'Brien went to Brown. Look at him. Jason Garrett was an Ivy Leaguer. Look at him. Uh, Dan Campbell. C. Uh, they basically gave him a failing grade. C minus after I heard that speech about eating your kneecaps. kneecaps. Like, uh, you know, though, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's just weird stuff. It, it is. Do you have that? Can we play that for the people? Because, you know, maybe he's been talking to Army Hammer about the cannibalism <laughs> thing. That's, I, I, I think maybe slam those two together and this is what you get. This team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing, all right? That's going to be the mentality, all right? And... We're going to learn that any loss that we take, we're going to make sure we feel the full pain of it and not go numb to it and learn from it and not to want to taste it again. So you eat so the knee, telling, but you don't want to taste the knee again. You're telling me Eric B. is a bad interview? Imagine like uh, you sit What in did a, he say in his interview? I mean, imagine I sit down in an executive's office and that's what I go with. Well, what kind of philosophies do you want to bring to the team, coach? Well... We're going to do a lot of kneecap eating, and then you're going to knock us down, and after a while, we're going to get up, and we're going to bite you again, and then you're going to knock us down again, and we're going to get up, and we'll keep getting up, and you'll keep knocking us down, and we'll keep taking bites out of you, 
until you're dead. Okay. Well, what about football? And he's like, I'm, I'm talking about football. What part don't you understand? And Mrs. Ford, you know what else we're going to do? We're going to collect teeth, right? Because we're going to kick them in the teeth, and we're going to put them in a little in a little jar. We're going to make necklaces out of them. Yeah. I, you know, all these college teams, they have a turnover chain. We're going to have a teeth chain on the sidelines. And we're going to put bounties on guys so that if we get their teeth. Oh, wait, we can't do that, can we? Well, Greg Williams is going to be my defensive coordinator. Damn, I said too much. <laughs> uh, you know, he's an Aggie. What do you want? Uh, he's He's driven, at least. True. So, I mean, I, I like his attitude, even if it is a little... A little bit bizarre. Oh, boy. 713-780-ESPN. Your number is 713-780-3776. Surely eating kneecaps is unsportsmanlike. That doesn't seem even like there's did any say nutritional value. Did he value. say bite? These said bite. Okay. Because, but I assume if but you... But he said bite it off. Okay. If you're biting it off, I assume you're swallowing it, in theory. Otherwise, you're just biting kneecaps for sport. I mean, Lorena Bobbitt didn't. But, you know, for the most part... I would assume if you're you're chomping on a guy's knee, you're eating the flesh, right? You know, he said take another hunk out of you too. I wonder what he was referring to there. So, well, you know what he was referring to, the yeah. big hunk. Oh, really? They're going to eat that? Yeah. Well, he's going to bite it. I'm not saying he's going to eat it. Okay. Okay. He's going to bite it off though. That's he's, well, that's he was trying to be PC because after the kneecaps were gone, you knew where he was going, and he's like, "I'm going to, we're going to take another hunk out of you." I'm not calling it your penis, but I'm thinking it's your penis. I mean, he's saying it, they're going to do it as you're getting up. I mean, you're right. just working up the body. Yeah. Do you see the inductees into the Houston Sports Hall of Fame? Oh, God. George Springer? Uh, no. Oh, how ridiculous is it this time? Um, Actually, there's not any one of these you would say no way on. Oh, Can we first admit that? Maybe we shouldn't have a whole class every single year. You're going to run out in a hurry. Well, all, all of these, yeah, well, you will at some point. But Like once they did the 34s, it was like, okay, that's a good base. Yeah. Now let's add some, like add one person per year. But they're like, no, we got to have a full class every year. Well, I don't know. They, they don't have anything to do with us anymore because they got mad at something Barry did. When he criticized them for uh, that's okay. I, they would have gotten mad at me. I did. I criticized them the same way. It's, yeah. a, it's a stupid so, thing. Yeah. I, so I have nothing to do with them anymore. But um, here's your here's your class: Andre Johnson, okay, Jeff Bagwell, okay, Craig Biggio, all right, Guy V. Lewis, all right, Bill Yeoman. Wow. Now you've assured that next year's class is going to that's have it. nothing. Like, that, why that, not space it out? I guess you still have Warren Moon left. Okay. That, that, after that? But then that uh, that sort of begs the question, why would you put Andre Johnson in a Houston Sports Hall of Fame before Warren Moon? Good question. He is in the Texans' ring of honor. But, yeah, I, I mean, because they put Pastorini in when they did that whole uh, – um, they were doing themes. And I mean I I don't think this is themed, but Oh you... yeah, class of twenty nineteen. Jack Burke Jr., AJ Foyt, George Foreman, Dan Pastorini. Yeah, why was Dan Pastorini in before Warren? Because Moon? they were doing some kind of theme. I think it's because they could get Dan Pastorini to show up. Yeah. I bet Warren would show up. He hangs around here sometimes. I mean they've they've He's the last name that they can even put on the list. I don't even know who this Jack Burke Jr. guy is. Uh, he's a golf legend around town. Okay. Uh, started Champions Golf Club. Um, I think he won the Masters. I could be he wrong. says he won the Masters yeah. in 1956. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, well, bu- that's before my time, but yeah. Barely before your time. But he, okay. he, was, I, he was a big deal, at least to the newspaper people, when I was working there. Okay. So now you've added these guys. What's left? Warren Moon. Warren Moon and what? Jack Pardee. Eh, I don't know. You're kind of reaching now. Wade Phillips. Bum Phillips. Bum maybe, yeah. Maybe. But that's the other problem. Now, like, if we're putting Bum Phillips in, all we're doing is saying, well, he never got us anything, but he was our coach for a long time. Eh, He got to two AFC championship games, which nobody else has done here since. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) 
So I mean, yeah, somebody uh, on Twitch pointed out there's a couple gym gymnasts from Houston that have won gold medals. You can throw them in there. Yeah, and there's all that, I'm saying is that diver chick from the Woodlands. They're yeah. running through four or five a year like this. They, oh yeah, they're they're not going to make this thing last. Like it sh- it should have been one to two people a year after they did that initial one with Earl Hakeem and Nolan Ryan. You like say yeah, oh, every year we're gonna uh, uh, put someone new in and. They could celebrate that one person, but at this pace, I mean, this is good. this is the third year class. You're you're out of people. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna have active players like J.J. Watt is inducted into the Houston Sports Hall of Fame. Mm. All right, just thought. Kiki Kuti. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh... Josh McCown. As a coach or a player. The Houston Hall of Fame has had discussions with Josh McCown about being a Houston Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, Jason says, Carl Lewis, Fred Couples, Hannah Storm. Why would would Hannah Storm get in? Because she got her radio gig. She was a KLOL DJ at one point. Yeah, I know. 2020 was Rudy Tomjanovich, Mary Lou Retton, and Carl Lewis. They're already in. Yeah, Lewis is in. Uh, so getting, no, you're not going to get them in again. And if you're putting a Anna Storm, if you're putting in a uh, announcer guy, wouldn't it be Nance? Well, wouldn't it be us? Well, I would. I think I should go in or there. Or Milo. Uh, he's dead. I wouldn't even. You know what? I'm going to say this now. If the Houston Sports Hall of Fame asked to induct me, I would decline their invitation. Mark my words. I kind of. I kind of feel like you know. Now the Texas Broadcasters Hall of Fame, who continues to snub me. I mean, whatever. Or the Radio Hall of Fame. F those guys, but still. Yeah, see, if there were like a Media Hall of Fame, I would have to, I I think I'd be first ballot. First ballot? Yes, absolutely. I'd ac- I accomplished a hell of a what lot. What about John McClane? John would be too. But there's can't, not a Media one. Everybody can't but be see, first ballot. Yeah, I, I just think, okay, there's your two first ballot guys. What about ballot. Richard Justice? Uh, I go in before Richard. I don't know. Rich, I, I, I'm the one that uh, promoted Richard and made him what he was. I think Dick first is the way to go. No, I'm I'm always about Dick second. <laughs> Take a break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5. Bring back the nights when I held you beside me. Unbreak my heart. ESPN 97.5.